Welcome to Garbage and Gold, the podcast that is jauntily jaded, justifiably jittery, and joyfully jocular. I'm Lisa. And I am Lindsay. Each week, we pick the worst and the best of a certain topic and present our ideas for each other and for you listeners. Then, you all have the ability to weigh in on who you agree with more and share your picks with us. We will give you more information about how you can do that at the end of the show. But before we dive into our topic for this week's episode, let's hit the recap and poll results from last week's episode. All right, so Lisa. Yeah. The poll results are in for childhood toys. Yes, they are. I don't are. know why we made that into a song, but <laughs> proud of us. I'm very sing-songy a lot of the time, so I feel like it just it, it bleeds over a little bit. <laughs> What's the first rule of the podcast? We don't sing on the podcast. <laughs> Second rule of the podcast. <laughs> Don't give away the poll results with your voice is the second rule of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. All right. So the poll results are in. Let's just get to it. Okay. In the garbage showdown between my garbage choice of koosh balls and your garbage choice of rock tumbler, people have voted for childhood trauma because you do win. (laughs) I would like to take credit for that win, though, because I really helped you uncover (laughs) the trauma of what the rock tumbler had done to you. Did we do enough? It's not your fault. Um, Good hunting. I was telling someone today because they were saying like, "I you just really hit it," and I was like, "Thank you." I said the Patreon episode is almost twice as long. I had to cut out a lot of rock tumbler trauma from the published episode. Mm-hmm. So you think there was a lot in the published episode? Oh, guys, yeah. there's a lot more out yeah, there yeah. in the ether. Yep. But, yep. It was. It became a. It became a psychotherapy uh, appointment. I feel good about your progress, though. Thank you. I feel Thank good you. about it. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And then in the showdown <laughs> between my gold of Cabbage Patch Kids yeah. and your gold of Tamagotchis, yeah. you got a vote literally a minute before it closed and you won. From Dicera, right? Did she vote for you? Maybe she didn't. I think I don't she know. was the clinching vote. Yeah, girl. Every vote counts, America. Let the record show. <laughs> Please. We are recording this <laughs> the day after the big vote in the UK. And look at us now. Please. Every vote counts, people. Please, please vote. Okay. Anyway. Yay! I won. <laughs> it's great. I would have been happy to tie, but I just want people to vote also. So, okay. Wonderful. Thank you, yep. Sarah, for Congratulations. getting that done. Congratulations. <gasps> oh, were terrible no they were so great <laughs> love it love are, it <laughs> i'll do mine or comments lisa i'll do okay, mine great. while you find one it's fine uh, mine oh i wasn't gonna find one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'll just carry everything it's fine okay so okay. <laughs> i'm just gonna sit here and look at you <laughs> my listener comment is from emmeline taylor on instagram she said, easy Lisa sweep for me. So thank you. She picked all my top okay, things. Here's the thing. <laughs> Don't make comments like, oh, it was so easy to pick a gold. It was so easy to vote for Lisa. When is it ever easy to vote for Lindsay? When is it easy to vote for Lindsay? <laughs> but I got almost all of my Tamagotchis to elders. So props to her. She said, Polly Pockets are my top choice, though. I had enough to make an army, which makes me really happy to think about a Polly Pocket army. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh, so, yes, thank you. Okay, did you find a listener comment? 
Well, I would just like to uh, to clarify that Dicera did vote for me for gold. So, she, oh, it was more of a almost come from behind victory. I see, I see, I see. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, there are lots of people. There are lots of people who waited in with their favorite. Yeah, toys. yeah. We heard a lot of Legos. Yes, a lot of Transformers. Yes, I was going to say that the the people's yeah. choices for sure. Legos, maybe Transformers next. Yeah. yeah. For sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. We hear you. Yeah. I do think, you know, sometimes we are at a disadvantage because we are two ladies mm-hmm. who host a podcast. And mm-hmm. so I did not have Transformers. My yeah. brother did. Yeah. Um, so they weren't high on my list. I had Transformers. I didn't have a ton. I did have Legos. I just didn't. I. You know what? I don't know. I guess I, I think Legos are great. I just, mm-hmm. there are things that I love more than that, I guess, is where yes. I'm at. So Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. <sighs> so good. All right. I so congratulations so on your win. Ah, thank Zuh. you. Thank Both you, wins. You. Yeah, the wins of childhood toys. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that feels right. <laughs> that feels right to me. <laughs> I can't wait till we get into classic literature. <laughs> See who wins then. Except I get all gothic architecture. I remember, (laughs) yeah, but then I remember '90s music, and then I get all sad again. I really, we should dig into the the trauma, the adulthood trauma of me losing '90s music. Can we please (laughs) do the garbage and gold of childhood traumas and how it manifests today? Rock tumblers, '90s music. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot. 90s of music was not traumatic for me in the 90s. It was traumatic for me in the 2019s. Right. One I day. would like to. I would like to do a revote. I feel like we have acquired new listeners. I'd like to do a revote. You know what? It's the only one that I'm still upset I, about. I know, and I want everybody to know it's like episode four. Like it's real <laughs> long ago. This we're recording episode fifty right now. This is fifty. Uh-huh. So anyway, yes. just so we're clear, it's it's been a minute. But uh, yeah, how did grunge not win? I still don't. <sighs> I'd like to apologize to Eddie Vedder, the ghost of Kurt Cobain, Dave Grohl. Sorry, guys. Yeah, did the best I could. Your work was not in vain because there are lots of people who love '90s grunge music. Just apparently, they weren't listening to the podcast. They were listening weeks ago to punk and ska instead. <laughs> punk is so great. Anyway, okay, okay, we it have is to stop. Not as good as grunge. We have to stop, Lindsay. <laughs> we have to do a show about movie theater snacks. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. I can't. We're getting, I can't move on. We're getting on to the show. It's happening. We're getting on to the show. Lisa. Yep. Our topic for today is something we are experts in. Yes. And that is movie theater snacks. Yes. Because we ourselves are snacks, I would like to say. and we do like movies and we do like theaters and we do like eating snacks while we are in them yes 
We sure do. Mm-hmm. So I bet that you have some research or background information that will really help to shape our conversation for today. So would you like to share some of that with us? Totes do. So my research today comes from two websites that are not Wikipedia. You're welcome, guys. I did a thing. Kind of. I know. I know. Welcome, everybody. From delish.com and bonappetit.com. Also like food websites. So hey, look at me. It's not Whoa. like carl's movie theater snack.net like it's it's real <laughs> these are real things so and he's got like the like late 90s like scrolling oh yeah like, yeah words the, that are yellow yeah i was gonna say dark background neon font yep. geo cities yep. yep that's what we're doing okay nope these are real Thanks, places carl. <laughs> sorry carl maybe next time so the movie theaters used to be called Nickelodeons and they were like smaller and they these were in the 1900s and they had five cent silent movies that had either piano or an organ player, but no food. Instead, you would bring food from nearby restaurants and then bring them in. And then later they started theaters and Nickelodeons started allowing self-employed vendors to to sell things like popcorn and peanuts, whatever. And then in the 20s and 30s, that's when the act, like movie theater kind of as we know it starts to kind of hit the scene. And those are European and styled, quote, palaces. So they're like bougie. And they even had things like crystal chandeliers, billiards rooms, drop-off daycare centers. Amazing. But they were intolerant of messy and disruptive snacks. So it was a no-snack zone. However, just like today, those people flouted the rules and smuggled in goodies like Baby Ruth Bar's Named not for the baseball player, but after Grover Cleveland's daughter. Fun fact, everybody. So that's a thing you can share with people that don't care. So then we start to see a shift (laughs) in movie theaters in the Great Depression, because this is where the quintessential movie theater snack starts to uh, appear, is times were tough, and so movie theater owners needed cash to stay afloat, which meant they no longer had the luxury of ignoring refreshments. Like, if you want people to come and see a movie, you're going to have to feed them or give them something to drink. So they had candy dispensers, um, and then they had people like kind of strolling the aisles like they do at baseball games today that sort of thing and then they started getting concession stands into the design so the star of the concession stand that launched during the depression was not a candy but popcorn which had become popular when it was invented by chicagoan charles creters in 1885 and the reason is because it's easy to store and it's cheap to produce and you can charge i mean you sell it by the bucket you charge a super high margin on it people are still going to pay it whatever and it's still the number one bestseller in the movies followed by sodas pretzels nachos and hot dogs yeah so we've also decided another disclaimer we are not choosing popcorn as our gold because we agree that it is obviously the best movie theater snacks so we have removed it from even being an Mm -hmm. option it is it is the honorary gold for both of us yes so we know that it's wonderful we know that it's the best but then it negates the whole point of what we're doing if we're just like yep it's popcorn next so (laughs) right Lindsay what is your garbage movie theater snack and perhaps some honorable mentions with that um yes so honorable mention I just have one um 
And just because I didn't dig super deep into ha- like movie theater candy. So this was almost my goal or almost my garbage. Okay. But it's my honorable mention. Okay. And that is Raisinets because gross raisins. I love chocolate covered raisinets. raisinets. I love Raisinets so much. Raisinette brand, Raisinets also because the chocolate melts better. Just want you to know. I love Raisinets. Okay. So my <laughs> garbage. <laughs> I- I didn't know I was doing a podcast with a very old person. I think you I did like... know that. <laughs> I think you are full aware that you are doing that right now, but fine. Uh, okay. Okay. How do you feel about circus peanuts? Oh, I do not love circus peanuts. No, no. I don't know what they are, and I'm not interested in the smell, right. the texture, the color, any of it. No. Hard pass. Right. Okay. Okay. So my actual garbage choice is snow caps. Oh, I like snow caps, too. Of course you do. <laughs> Snow caps are a semi-sweet chocolate candy covered with like white sprinkle dots. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call them. No, they're sprinkles. The internet think, calls yeah. them like non-perials. Oh, that sounds like a I fancy baking term. Yeah, I know. In the UK, they're called hundreds and thousands. So oh. they are little white balls mm-hmm. made up of sugar mm-hmm. and starch, mm-hmm. and they have no flavor. <laughs> And they're just hard on what is basically a chocolate chip. Yeah. So snow caps were invented in the late 20s and have been bought by various candy companies, including Nestle, who bought them in 1984. But Nestle has since learned its lesson and sold snow caps <laughs> in the last year to Ferrera Candy Company. Oh. Um, which is the same company that makes Fruit Stripe, original Boston baked beans. Oh. Now and Laters and Raisinets. Well, so there's it's a theme. Not a great. There's a theme a of candy candies. Company. I forgot about Boston baked beans. Wow. Yeah. Gross. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So a few reasons why they're garbage. They seem to really only be in theaters. I've never seen them in a store. Right. Ever. Right. I was thinking that too. They're, the only time I've ever had snow caps is in the movie theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fair. So the other reason they're garbage is those white balls on them are hard. Yeah. Like the chocolate melts in your hand. It's the opposite of an M&M. It melts in your hand. It's gross. Yeah. And then you've got these hard like things on them yeah. that careful with your teeth, yeah. kids. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And then the third reason is they're gross. <laughs> semi-sweet chocolate is not good. Like semi-sweet chocolate, that is the chocolate that you eat when you're home and you're like, gosh, I need some chocolate right now. It's so true. And all you have are baking chips in your cupboard and you go, this will do. But at a movie theater, there is an expanse of chocolate candy in front of you. Why would you go with semi-sweet <sighs> when there are all kinds of regular sweet and milk chocolate options? I get a baby Ruth for crap's sake. These things are gross. God, you have cut my legs out from under me, Lindsay, because I I really do like snow caps. I really sincerely do. But when you pose it, like, why would you choose those when there's other things? Like, I don't yeah. have an answer for that. Thank you. <laughs> so you can just vote for Lindsay Garbage. We won't even have Lisa talk about hers because but what's I- the point? I, I like the way that they like melt in my mouth because they, they melt quick because they're like a, um, they're not regular chocolate. They're like a, a they're semi sweet, <laughs> but it's like that white chocolatey texture. So they melt super fast and then they don't have to be as sweet because they have, they're covered in sugar 
things on the outside. Yeah, those sugar things sprinkles. have no taste. They do. If you chew them all together, they do. Yeah, it's like little pops of sweetness. That's all mixed together, which no, is why the chips no, are no, semi-sweet. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, anyway, those and I do think, not have any taste. And I think they're pretty. And I think that they are unique, and it's just something different. So again, it's not like I'm not going to go to the gas station and get a if they even sell them there, I have no idea. A box of snow caps. I will be like, oh, those sound good at a movie theater. Now, what can I say? That you are standing at a movie theater going, oh, those sound good. What? On what planet? They're gross. They're gross. There is no like actual taste to them. They are nasty. (laughs) Justice for snow caps. I like snow caps. (laughs) No, you can't like snow caps. Pick something else. Your opinion you is can't not like valid. And snow caps. You have to choose. I feel like if I like one or the other, I'm gonna like both. I think <laughs> I that know, you know that because you're an old lady. I am. I okay. That is a good garbage. Like I said, you Thank cut my legs you. out from under me with the why would you choose to pay for that when there's other options? It's like I yes. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an answer <laughs> Thank for you. you. <laughs> Thank you. That is that is my garbage. Okay. Lisa, do you have a garbage? Movie theater snack. Good luck. I do. Honorable mention goes to movie theater nachos because the chips Mm, are always not fresh. The cheese is always not good. And a lot of times there's two ways that they're going to do this. You put the cheese on yourself and they're going to be soggy in 14 seconds. And that's gross. And then Mm -hmm. you're trying to sit and eat them in the dark and you've got the cheese on your face and the hands and then you're licking your fingers. It's just it's gross. Or the cheese is in that little side cup. And that side cup is Mm -hmm. the worst nacho cheese. It's so gross because it's like too thick and it's not warm. Anyway, so honorable mention to movie theater nachos because you're nasty. But my (laughs) number one garbage movie theater snack is the pickle see you you mentioned this earlier i don't know movie theaters that have a pickle for sale so i don't think that's a thing it is a thing but I, when i did my research today i did movie theater pickles in google here we go and it's like so many of the articles are like did you guys know Texas has pickles in their movie theater? Did you? See, Texans are surprised. No, Texan. no, it's not exclusive to Texas, but apparently it's a thing that happens a lot there because someone had posted in one of the threads that was like, I'm at a theater in Pittsburgh and they have a pickle on the menu. So I suspect it is on many movie theater menus and people just don't buy it because it's gross and weird. Can you imagine being the one person who buys the pickle and it's like shriveled and gross? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Because here is a little information about these pickles. They're usually Van Holten pickles. So (laughs) they're called a pickle in a pouch. No. (laughs) When you order it. When you order it, if it's... It this feels like an SNL sketch. Like <laughs> pickle in itself. <sighs> okay, I got to focus up. Woo. So when you when you order it at the counter in Texas, you can say, like, if you order a pickle, sometimes there's different flavors. So, like, there's spicy or there's normal or whatever. And then sometimes they'll ask you if you would like it drained or not. Because it's sitting in a pouch of its own juice. In a single serve pouch, but they're like, okay, they're don't like a call good... it its own juice. Call it pickle <laughs> juice. Its own juice makes it makes it sound like it has been emitting juices. It's that bag. 
gross. Anyway, it's a pretty good size gherkin, though. Like, it's like, it's, I'm using my hands to try to show, and that's not going to help. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> Lisa's doing a great job with this audio platform. <laughs> I'd say it's between four and six inches. Like, it's, it's a good, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a good yeah. size gherkin. Yeah. So, anyway, and it comes in a little bag. They've Van Holtens has been making quality pickle products since 1898, and they're the world. <laughs> shocking to no one. Uh, they are the world's number one producer of individually wrapped pickles. So they have got a corner on that individual pickle market. Wow. <laughs> they're locally grown wow. and produced in Wisconsin. And they have a lot of varieties, including dill, kosher, hot, sour, and they have a new one now, Tapatio. Like, here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, Lisa. Um, How do you feel about pickles in general? I like pickles in general. See, I'm a big pickle fan. Yeah, so I do know that I'm ever in a movie going, oh, I could use a pickle. Correct, correct. So this is the (laughs) reason that they're garbage. It's just, it's so weird. It is so weird. Like, I don't know if there's a graceful way for you to eat a whole pickle like there's the mini the mini dills are fine because you can almost eat those in one or two bites you are holding with your hand like you're holding a soda cup except you're holding your pickle this way right and you're just slowly chomping it and you're gonna it's gonna be slurpy because it's been sitting in pickle juice not its own juice in pickle juice thank you for a while and so there's just a lot of liquid that needs to be absorbed and it's just drippage yeah there's some drippage there's some slurping it's it's very but here's the other thing is they smell so strong and again i love pickles i really do but as soon as you tear off the little perforated top of the pickle bag everybody in the theater is going to be like Yo, that broad and rose sea's got a pickle in a bag, <laughs> and everybody's gonna know it's you because the smell is so strong. I think embrace the pickle smell. If I want a pickle, I'm gonna smell like a pickle and like get over it. I'm a strong, independent woman. If I want a pickle, I'll smell like a pickle. <laughs> That's so gross. Nope, not gross at all. Delicious. As long as you don't slurp it. I would just like to run back what you just said, which is I'm a strong, independent woman. If I want to smell like a pickle, I'm going to smell like a pickle just so we can run that back real quick. I'm pretty sure that is the tagline for feminism. (laughs) Should be. Oh, God. Okay. My stomach hurts from laughing. Okay. So anyway, pickles are the garbage because it is, I guess it's largely regional, but they do have them other places as well. And it's just a very uncomfortable snack to eat. It does not feel appropriate for for public consumption. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's a really, really, really weird choice. And then, okay, last thing. You got your pickle. You did not have them drain it because you like the pickle juice. Are you going to sit and drink the pickle <laughs> yeah. juice? That's gross. Are you going to oh, seal it and save it for later? What are you going to do with your bag of pickle juice now? What are you going to do with that? You You're got a bag of else. you got a bag of liquid you got to deal with now. Gross. You're going to take it home and pickle something else. You're going to have a cute you have a cucumber in your fridge <laughs> as you speak and you just and it's like it's like bread. It's like sourdough bread. Like it needs a starter. Oh my God. It's your it's your pickle starter. <laughs> Please don't reuse pickle juice from a movie reuse theater. Reuse pickle juice. From a movie theater Do pickle. Do it and tell us how long it takes no! for your things to actually Please pickle. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> but I do want to know if you have seen pickles in your movie theater. That I do want to know. I don't want anything else to be no. happening, but I want that to be happening. Okay. <laughs> okay. Save. Okay. We're done with garbage. Lindsay, 
knowing that we cannot choose popcorn, what is your gold movie theater snack? Um, So I have some honorable mentions. The first honorable mention, which would be my gold, but I'm not going to cheat, is the butter that they put on the popcorn. Yes. Because that stuff is good. I don't think it's real food. It's not. I don't even care. It's not. It's delicious. Um, It's it's good stuff. Yes. Um, And then also, my honorable mention, this is my go-to theater snack. And frankly, if you're on a budget, uh, you should get a pen because you need to take some notes. Okay. It is to order the kids' pack. Yeah. So what the kids' pack is, is a drink and popcorn and a fruit snack pack. Yep. And so it is not like, cause, cause like, let's be honest. If you buy the large tub of popcorn, you're either not going to finish it or you're going to finish it and you're going to feel terrible and your digestive system is going to be screwed up for days. <laughs> the kids pack is slightly smaller than a small popcorn. Yeah. And it comes usually in this fun little tray mm-hmm. and then you get a fruit snack along with it. Yeah. And a drink for less than the small popcorn yeah. costs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is it is a deal. And now with movie theaters being the way they are, you can refill that drink. Yeah, you can. <clears throat> but my gold yes. movie theater snack is anything that I've snuck in. And let me be clear. <laughs> I know that there are rules at movie theaters about outside food. <laughs> I know that they expect me to spend $15 on a box of raisinets. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. Um, I am going to sneak food in. Now, movie theaters of America, please don't check my bag. Um, <laughs> it's one of the, it's one of the, it's one of the perks of being a lady though, is no one bats an eye when you bring in a very large bag. Correct. So things I have snuck into a movie theater. I have snuck Chipotle into a movie theater twice. <laughs> Once for myself and once for someone else. <laughs> Twice I have snuck that in. Um, I also often sneak in candy. Uh-huh. Um, and like, so I gave up like regular soda right. in the last year. Uh-huh. But going to the movie theater and, and eating popcorn and drinking water is gross. Yeah. And so I will often throw like a sparkling water in my sure. bag. For the carbonation. Yeah. With, with popcorn. Yeah. 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 I was also with someone once who snuck in a whole Tupperware of warm mac and cheese. <laughs> she had just finished making. So that was Tupperware mac with mac and cheese in it and a fork. Oh, wow. Um, yes. So, uh, there's a few reasons why anything that you sneak in is my gold choice. Okay. <laughs> uh, first of all, it's cheaper always. Like if I go to Target, which is across the street from the movie theater, yeah. and I buy a candy bar, it is going to be yeah. like one tenth of the price it is going to cost. That's true. At the movie theater. Yes. So it's just cheaper. And when you're living on a budget, you can't even sometimes afford those kids packs. Let's be honest. Yep. Yeah. Um, it is difficult. <clears throat> the second reason why is it's often tastier. Those pizzas and the nachos and the pickles that they sell at movie theaters, <laughs> they do not taste nearly as good really as a chipotle bowl i know that you have brought in from the outside it is they are tastier and like have you ever had this happen where you buy candy at the movie theater and then you like get it and you're like oh this twix has been here for like two years stale twix is the worst disappointment on the planet So, so like you you know if you're at the grocery store you have a better chance of getting a fresher candy bar than you do at a movie theater because no one buys the candy at the movie theater because then they'd have to get a second mortgage on their house so you're it's too expensive for sure and then the last reason 
and my favorite reason oh why it is gold is there's a real sense of danger <laughs> with sneaking food into the movie theater. The adrenaline rush. <laughs> the adrenaline rush and the danger makes that food taste better. That's so great. Yeah. Like, you don't know. You got to get it past. Like, you got to make sure that the people who sell you tickets don't see it. You got to make sure the person that's ripping tickets doesn't see it. And you have to sit there and time it right so that when the person comes in about a quarter of the way through the movie to do the theater check, that you're not chomping on food while they're walking in. So you've got to, like, be watching the door a little bit. There is a real sense of danger here. And you have got to be smart. Or okay, you will get caught. All, and I don't know what happens when you get caught sneaking food into <laughs> movie theaters, but it feels not great. I Okay, two things. I'm, I'm trying to unpack a lot here. I love the imagination that's happening here with how dangerous you think this is. Because <laughs> the person who takes my ticket is a 15-year-old who does not care. Right. The person who yes. rips my ticket is a 17-year-old mm-hmm. who does not yeah. care. Now, the person yeah. doing the theater check is probably the closest I'm going to get to a sense of danger. Yeah. I don't think they can yeah. see a whole lot visually at that point. No, but but if like if it's a light part of the movie, like yeah. if it's a night scene, you're probably okay. But if it's like a very yeah. bright scene in the yes. movie, oh, they will catch you. Yeah, that's that's the only part where I think my I would feel a little bit sweaty about it is when they're doing that that i can see i have never brought in a meal once (laughs) yep not once have i brought in a meal i have it's Uh been like snacky stuff or like Mm -hmm. fine uh but it has never occurred to me to be like i'm gonna bring a jimmy john's in with me like i just it just Mm -hmm. does not occur to me And and really that is that is that's pro status. Like you've got to be good. Because you've got to not only have a Chipotle bowl in the bottom of your bag, but you have to make sure that, that fifteen year old and seventeen year old don't smell it. They don't care. They don't They don't. That's they true. They do not care. But Lisa, I think what you're forgetting about is those twenty something and thirty something year olds who still live in their mom's basements, probably on Star Wars sheets they are sleeping on every okay, night. Okay. And they take their job at the movie rude. theater real seriously. Rude. Rude. Some of them do though. Just Some of them you do sleep take their on jobs. Star Wars sheets doesn't mean that I'm being rude. <laughs> um but you all know the guy who is a movie buff and who yeah. works at the movie theater. We all know that. He still yeah. lives at his mom's house. Yeah. And he takes his job very seriously. I was going to say, we all know job, that person that takes their job too seriously. And that for sure happens in a movie theater world. Yes. Yeah. And you know why they take their job so seriously? Because they're not the ones sweeping up the popcorn at the end. Oh, no. They have moved up the movie theater ladder to running the snack bar yeah. and doing the 20 minutes in check. Yes. And they are very serious. Yes. And they would love nothing more than to throw someone out for eating a Chipotle bowl in the middle of their movie theater. <laughs> And they will not catch me. They, they will no, not. No, you're too stealth. Stealth 100. I'm way too stealth. Oh my god, that's so funny. Um. Also, you should not sneak food into a movie theater, and you should you should buy the food at the movie theater. Second mortgage do your house. I, yeah, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> Dangerous food tastes better. Okay. So that's my gold, Lisa. Do you have a gold? <laughs> sure do. Sure do. Oh, my sure. honorable mention is to movie theater soda because I feel like it just hits different, man. It's just mm. one of those like 
like McDonald's is this way too, where like they have that perfect combination of carbonation to syrup to water, whatever. It's just so good. And I feel like movie theater soda pairs so well with movie theater popcorn or whatever. Like it just, it's so, so good. Um, but my number one, my goldest of gold movie theater snack that's not popcorn are milk duds. Mm. Yeah. So milk duds were introduced in 1928 and they were founded in Chicago and they got their name because their maker found it impossible to get the chocolate covered caramels to form perfectly round spheres. So he called them duds. So and now today, yes. Milk Duds is owned and made by Hershey. So why Milk Duds are gold? It's caramel and chocolate. Hello, it's delicious. They are slow to eat, like it takes you a while to eat them, so they last longer. Because sometimes what happens if you go to a movie theater and your name is Lisa, you eat your snack before the previews are over, and then you are sad. (laughs) So Milk Duds will last you quite a bit longer, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Also, this is the most important part of Milk Duds, is they pair so good with popcorn. They go Mm. amazingly with popcorn, because it is, it's like... The salty, the sweet, the chewy, the crunchy, it's all the things. And it's at Do you eat them in the same mouthful? Sometimes. But sometimes I mostly I go back and that. forth. Mostly I go back and forth. So I do some salty and then I'll go for I'm like, oh, I want some sweet. It's like I pop a milk dud. I've never had a milk dud at a movie theater or out of a movie theater that has been not good because I think that is the nature of them is that they are good forever. <laughs> I don't know that they go stale necessarily. Because, right. you know, it's sugar with sugar on it, but yeah. Do they go hard? I think they just get harder. Yeah, and then just takes you longer to eat them, I would guess. I've never had a bad milk dud, I guess, is, is also the case. So <laughs> I've never met a milk dud I didn't like. That is accurate. Um, The only thing I will say about a milk dud is, well, a couple things. One, like, if you are a chewer, they will take out your fillings. Yes. Like, they are very, they're very sticky. Yes. Um, if you are not a chewer and you're just like letting them melt in your mouth, sometimes because there's so much happening, you can like dribble out the side <laughs> of your mouth. Chocolate <laughs> dribble. I don't know that that's happened to me ever, but it has happened to a lot of people. It's a thing. <laughs> Definitely not Lindsay, but other people she knows. <laughs> right. right. I won't, and I won't name their names, but it definitely didn't happen to me. No, it just feels like there's just a lot of like chocolatey saliva yeah. if you're just letting it melt in your okay. mouth. It's you got to find yeah. that good balance though of chewing it a little and letting it sit yeah. a little. So you can't go all in either way. You got to, it's a mm. little of both. It's a little of both. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I would not put them in my popcorn. I would put M&M's in my popcorn. Yeah. But I wouldn't put a milk dud in my popcorn. Yeah, I'm not against it. You said you're eating them in the same bite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would not be against putting them straight into the popcorn bowl. I'm not against that. Right. I'm, I'm not against mm-hmm. it either way. And then if you have a milk dud that's been sitting in your popcorn and you pop it in, it's going to have that glorious fake butter on the outside. So it's got that mm-hmm. salty on the outside already. And then the salt from the popcorn before yeah. you get to the chocolate and then the caramel, which is also a very yummy bite. You know, Milk Duds should really think about selling that, like, special movie theater Milk Duds <gasps> that are just have the fake butter on them. I don't, I don't know that I care about it, but that's fine. It doesn't work nearly as well as a Chipotle bowl <laughs> does in a movie theater. No, certainly not. Where I have to try to balance the bowl on my hand and I have my fork on yeah. my lap and trying not to get it all down my front. Yeah, no, totally. This makes so much um, sense. You... You lean over to the really fat arm of the recliner and you just eat like it's a table. I 
Oh, God, that sounds awful, Lindsay. That sounds so awful. Um, It is way better than spending $25 on a pizza that is disgusting. The only food, the only non-candy I ever get in a movie theater is popcorn. Ever. Ever. The popcorn is my meal, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. if it... If you're going over a meal time, or you haven't had a meal yet that day, popcorn is not enough. It will be. It will be enough. You get the large, and that's when, that's Mm -hmm. when it's enough. Yes. Yeah, no, then your stomach hates you and you hate yourself. Well, that's future Lisa's problem. That's not Lisa in the movie's problem. (laughs) (laughs) I stand by. I'm going to sneak a meal in. Oh, I one time did tacos, too. Lindsay! What? What? I can barely eat a taco at a table like a human without making a mess. I cannot imagine how you do that in a movie theater. Were they soft tacos? It's great because no one can see you. Were they soft tacos? Yes. Okay, that makes it a little better. Okay. It is always the right time for a taco. I mean, I love tacos. I do. Mid-movie, (laughs) pre-movie, always the right time. Parking lot on the way to my car. (laughs) I forgot I had this extra taco in my bag. (laughs) During a shower, if you remember suddenly you have a taco, it's always a good time for tacos. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? So you talked about the Tupperware and the mac and cheese, which also I, I, I'm i struggling with that. Uh, but I think if I brought in a Tupperware container of anything, I'm bringing in a Tupperware container of puppy chow because that is delicious. That would be yeah, a but great that's too snack. snacky. Like, that's barely that's barely bending the rules. I, well, <laughs> I understand that. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna embrace this way of life, Lisa, then oh you need God. to go all the way. First of all, I'm not don't, embracing don't this way of in, life. I'm not interested in bringing a bring meal to a movie a theater. Borderline snack. Bring in something <laughs> that obviously you should not have there. I brought this rack like, of oh, ribs with me. <laughs> yes, thank you. Perfect. <laughs> I'm just at such a loss. This must be what you feel like every week. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I just like oh this is what it's like to be Lindsay for the other 49 weeks <laughs> this is it I okay. finally have gotten there okay yep, yep. get it I yep. get it thank you <laughs> I eat the tops of broccoli and I'll eat them in a movie theater <laughs> could you imagine bringing vegetables to a movie theater I, I want to be done I need to like sort my life out and figure out while I try to piece my life back together, Lindsay, how about you hit us with that recap and tell our listeners how to vote this week? <laughs> you guys can go and vote for our garbage choices, my garbage choice of snowballs or Lisa's garbage choice of pickles using the hashtag Lindsay garbage or Lisa garbage. And you can vote for our gold choices, my gold choice of anything that I've snuck in because dangerous food is the best food or milk duds which is lisa's gold choice using the hashtags lindsay gold or lisa gold on our instagram and twitter accounts at garbage gold pod please do that because we like to hear what you guys think i mean like chatting with you about your choices please for the love of everything talk sense to Lindsay about bringing in no tell us blown meals no tell us the best thing you've snuck into a into movie, a movie theater. theater tell us that but please don't let it be a yeah. meal god anyway tell us please let it be tell a meal. us tell us your feels um also, if you vote this week on movie theater snacks, and it does not matter for who, you'll be automatically entered to win some swag. So because we have listener votes from Childhood Toys, I'm now going to choose one voter from r- at random from our Twitter and Instagram followers who used the hashtag, because you have to use the hashtag in order to be entered right. to win. 
So also, this is the last week that we're doing the swag thing. Number five. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, it's fact checker Colby. Um, so we will share the poll results from this episode like, as well as your super comments great about what meals you have stuck into a movie theater on our <laughs> next episode. If you haven't already done so, if you could head on over to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and give us a rate, review, and subscribe, we would really appreciate that. And if you want more of us, you can listen to this episode that has not been trimmed for runtime at all. It's all the things you uh, at our Patreon, where we already have all of our director's cuts of other episodes. We have uh, 11 episodes of The Masked Singer. <laughs> we just recorded one before this where we did MASH. Remember that childhood mm-hmm. game MASH? So we did that before this one. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really cool stuff on there. And it's all for 2 or $5 a month. So it's really, you get a lot of stuff for not a lot of money. It's pretty rad. It is rad. And you should also tell your friends about us because there's nothing better than getting a podcast recommendation from a friend. Totally. And then you and your friend can get together and put some Chipotle in your bag <laughs> and tune in next week when we discuss the garbage and gold of it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's Christmas movies. Yay! Christmas, it's Christmas movies. movies. So you know what I have to ask you? Yes. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No. <laughs> um, follow-up question. Have I seen Die Hard? No. No. <laughs> Figured. Thank you oh, for listening, everybody. You're the best. You're our favorites. Yeah. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.